Well, I tell you what, what a varied show we've got for you right now. It starts off with people trying to psychically guess the contents of a Kinder Egg and it ends with two fully grown men eating brown sauce, which you've never seen before. And ready to weep because uh, we've been here a long time today uh, doing some stuff that we can't even tell you about, but it will end up coming out in time. Yeah, well, <laughs> sounds like we've done something terrible. <laughs> When they start digging up that garden in the south of England, it'll come out then. Well, look, I don't know. Yeah, look, we both we, arrived here around about half past nine. It's now ten to seven. I, I, I'm a spent force. Well, our, head, our head's absolutely gone. But yeah. we just want to clarify, before we head into the main bulk of the podcast, we haven't done a crime. We were just in early doing some work stuff. <laughs> Here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Fleetwood Mac on Home Time. Everywhere, it's Bush and Ritchie. Monday afternoon, final hour of the no-repeat guarantee. More songs while you work, but not a single one of them repeated. And we thought we'd just start with three songs back-to-back there. Just, you know, it's such a lovely day. Yeah. People probably just coming in from playing football out in the park, that kind of thing. I'm sure that's what they're doing. That is what they've been doing. Uh, So, look, we thought we would start the show by trying something a little bit different uh, this evening because it's a Monday and sometimes you just need a bit of a uh, a, a zhuzh up, a wake-up. And uh, just let you into a little thing. At the end of last week, a listener tweeted us, picture of a double shell that he got in a kinder egg okay so you know you got a kinder egg right yes he had a double shell in it so this is like the kinder egg equivalent of a double yolk double when yolk. you're cracking your proper egg yeah it was a listener called james double double egg and it was an amazing thing and i thought wow that's great but do you know the thing that most people picked up on and it was nothing to do with the whole fact that he had a double shell in his kinder egg uh, the biggest interaction that we got with that tweet was people trying to guess what the toy was <laughs> And it got us thinking, maybe our hometown listeners have, maybe, psychic powers. So do you think, right, if loads and loads of people got together and all tried to focus on one thing, mm-hmm. it's almost a Darren Brown, like, and Darren Brown has been a guest on this show. Yeah. If we got enough hometown listeners to focus on one thing, do you reckon they could look at your average run-of-the-mill, just-bought-from-the-corner-shop, by random kinder surprise? Yes. And do you think if they focused together, they would be able to find out, using their minds, what the actual toy or gift was? The mind the mind is a powerful thing. It so is. So even though I stand here right now a little bit cynical, I'm not going to rule it out because... Yeah. The mind is a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. So say, for example, if on our Facebook Live for the first entire hour of the show, and this is a psychic experiment, this is a, this is a radio first, that the uh, Kinder Egg was just sat there on an absolute radio-branded pillow. Yes. So you could have a look at it for yourself. If you focus with all the other people listening, do you think there's a chance that any of our hometown listeners could guess what that toy is? Now, to just to underline things here, you did just say for the first hour of our show... Whole hour. ...Facebook Live. Sometimes pioneers in life, they have to fight challenges... Exactly. to be pioneering and there's been a few sort of uh, hurdles we've had to uh, get past and jump yeah. to get this up and going various people's faces when you say a whole hour a whole hour Facebook live of a single egg on a pillow a branded cushion a branded cushion Brendan our social media guy said why would you want to do that and that's exactly <laughs> like a red rag to a bull for Richie pioneers. and I pioneers we're pioneers mm. so we're trailblazing but we would like to find out maybe by the end of this first hour of the show and this is about you guys it's not about me and Richie it's no. about you do you have psychic powers I'd love to find out have a little look now at our Facebook page that live feed is there I think you can see Richie's back as well because it, it views into the actual studio the shot that we've got I guess actually that that is one of the downsides of this. All you get in the back, it's all a the background is my backside. It's a little sweetener as well, just to kind of get the crowds in. <laughs> have a look now. Have a guess. All be revealed just before five. We've got the stereophonics next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which 
recommended mobile provider for eight years running. Every little helps. You are in the middle of a live psychic experiment. Richie and I are using you as guinea pigs today. We hope you don't mind, but it was kind of playing on our minds whether any of you guys have got psychic powers or if you joined all of your minds together, maybe you would have psychic powers as one kind of hive mind. On our Facebook page right now, on Facebook Live, against the advice of our social media department and our producers here at Absolute Radio, uh, Richie and I are live streaming a Kinder Egg sat on a branded pillow. We want as many Absolute Radio listeners to look at it, clear your minds, and try and come up with a picture. Allow the clouds to clear. Come up with a picture and see if you can guess what the toy is inside it. All those cynical people that uh, we struggled to get this idea past should have listened to Jackie and Paisley. Funny you should talk about psychic listeners. Earlier, I was at home wanting to listen to Catfish and Longshot. Good song. So I asked Alexa to play Absolute Radio, and yes... You were playing it at the time. You're joking. There you go. Maybe they are psychic. <laughs> I mean, we, do, we don't really have numbers. We, we have a lot of um, surveys and stuff about what music people like and everything yeah. like that here at Absolute Radio. We've had done no research at all. Rajar doesn't tell you whether you've got a psychic listenership. Do you know what I mean? Another text, 81215, says, let's hope the reveal all doesn't include Richie's behind. That is the downside. Uh, <laughs> directly behind the egg <laughs> is my behind. It's so... a wonderful view. There's people who pay good money <laughs> to see that on particular webcams. Uh, this is we... not Babe Station, by the way. He doesn't requests. Uh, Louise is going for two little monkeys like mother and baby. Every time I buy one for my daughter, this is what I get. Oh, yeah, they're, they're always I have seen there. that one. Uh, Gillian says it's definitely a mini minion. That's what she's seen in her mind's eye. Uh, Sestine Bruce says, is it a spinner? All will be revealed just before five o'clock, like I say. Uh, this is going to be a live stream for an entire hour of the show, making radio history. And the best thing is there's a radio conference going on on the same floor that yeah. we're doing the show here. So all the great and good from the radio industry are going to see just what's going on on the cutting edge here of Absolute Radio's <laughs> Hometime Show. But have a look for yourself on Facebook now. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. What well, starts of the show? And if you go to our Facebook Live right now, Absolute Radio's Facebook Live, we have a live psychic experiment going on to see if you can collectively guess what the toy is inside a Kinder Surprise that's resting on a pillow behind Richie. More about that later on. That's the groundbreaking part of today's show. Mm. One of the more conventional aspects of being a radio presenter, would you agree, is that you need to be up to date with popular culture? Exactly. Kind of seeing what the zeitgeist is or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Exactly that, which is why quite often I question how have I survived this long in this job? <laughs> I, I, I'm not generally always up to speed with things, but over the weekend, I've found myself more behind the curve than I ever have been before. Right. I've started watching Luther. When I say started watching Luther, I mean series one. Oh my! Well, so like Luther's. I thought Luther <laughs> kind of was done and dusted almost as well. So I think the most recent series has been. I think they, maybe that was about season four or five. I'm, I'm not sure. Hold on a second. You, Over, you, you check. You check. Over the weekend, uh, I was uh, sat there on Netflix, and it suggested programs you might like. It suggested I might like Luther. I said, like, "Oh, I've never." <laughs> Luther was first aired in the Don't BBC I, yeah, I know. October 2010, Richie. <laughs> I know. Nine I know. years ago. I'm nine years behind the times. Wow. But let me tell you, I've watched four episodes over the weekend. It's brilliant. <laughs> 
Really? <laughs> you may not know. Yeah. If you also, like myself, are a little bit behind the times, Luther's very good. But you are treading an incredibly dangerous fine line in this with getting spoilers because, you know, you're looking at a show that's nine years old. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Oh, they would. They <laughs> genuinely would. They really, really would. That is incredibly late to the party. But there must be other people who, I, I think, you know, I think you get this pressure in society to say, oh, yeah, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that. Let, I, I'd like everyone to hold their hands up and say what you are behind the party to. So, yeah, if you're late to getting late to, to the party, behind the curve, <laughs> late to a putt curve, whatever you want to call it. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 50 people, as we speak, are on our Facebook Live watching our psychic experiment of a Kinder Egg on a pillow, seeing if they can tap into their psychic powers and guess what the toy is. Did you say 50? 50 people right now. Let's see if we can double that number. They said it wouldn't work. An hour of live streaming, and you'll find out what the toy is just after five. Meanwhile, we've got our own kind of psychic thing going on right now, a little bit, haven't this we? This is this is what I'm taking away from it, and I'm actually delighted because there was a lot of laughter uh, when I said that I've just started watching Luther. It's nine years old, so I'm a little bit late to things. But the amount of people who have got in touch and said, "Do you know what? Over the last week, I too have started watching Luther. Either this psychic power Something going that we on. are harnessing this evening yep. is it, it, is coming." to play with this or something's gone on in the Luther community I don't know I feel like we've got a Darren Brown type situation going on here <laughs> Angela says oh my god I started watching Luther on the BBC iPlayer today as well what's going on Andrew Evans just like Richie I got into Luther a couple of weeks ago on iPlayer series 3 best thing of singing in a long time there you go uh, let's go to the phones to see if you've been late to a party we've got Deborah on the line Deborah, how you doing uh, good thanks tell us what you are late to the party with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I need to Google some dates on this. Now, that is a long... That's going way back, in it, that, isn't it? Uh, yes, it started in 1997, and I only started watching it last month. Right, that's the current leader, 1997, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What on earth, Deborah, got you back into that? Oh, uh, my, my partner's son loves it, and he introduced me to it. Okay, so that's a good thing with things like Netflix. You can just kind of whack on an old programme and kind of go through it, I suppose. Do you know what? I think we might have a new leader. I, I don't wish to usurp you here, Deborah, but there's a text that's come in from Pete and crew who says he's in the middle of watching Series 7 of The Bill. Wow! Now, <laughs> now, that started that's... in 1983. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Alan's texted to say, guys, I've just started watching Lost for the second time. See, here's the thing, right, with these... If you, someone starts watching a programme from ages ago that's not very good... What do you do? Should you intervene? Like that guy with Lost. Lost was terrible, wasn't it? He's even said here, I never finished it first time round, so I still don't know how it finishes. <laughs> if that's the case, take a hint. If you didn't finish on, it first time round... Well, here, look, here's a bit of a roadmap. After episode or series two, they just started making it up as they're going along. <laughs> they have an ending. Uh, an anonymous text, someone was saying two weeks ago, first time they watched Ghostbusters. Oh, what a great film. I'm slightly envious because... That's a treat, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Imagine yeah. just seeing that for the first time, and it's still damn scary Definitely. and everything as well. Uh, Rob from Barnett's says after watching a Denzel Washington movie I decided to go back and watch the original TV series of The Equaliser with Edward Woodward. Oh wow. That was a proper 
get your pyjamas on, wet hair, about you know, about to go to bed type thing as well. On the spot film review, Denzel's two equalisers, both very good. That's really? something I have watched. Well, there you go. Keep them coming in 8, 12, 15. As an aside, little side show we've got going on in the background uh, this evening. Quite a, a historic night. Uh, we are doing a live <laughs> Facebook uh, psychic experiment to see whether you, our home time listeners, do have psychic powers. A lot of you have been suggesting what the Kinder Egg that we have in the background of the studio on Facebook Live, on a pillow, has actually got in it. Uh, Simon says plastic toy car. Anne says it's a car. Ross says a kangaroo. And Julie, who's very specific, says it's a boat green with red sails. Wow. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Yeah. Monday to Thursday, we celebrate the Absolute Radio 90s. On Friday, uh, the 90s go up against the 80s. You were away on Friday. Yes, I was. Uh, I don't know whether the score has made its way back to you, yeah. uh, but the vote didn't go well uh, with 80s versus 90s. I'm starting to think I'm wasting my time with this, this thing. Do you know what I mean? In terms of just trying to, you know, expose people to kind of indie music, Britpop, that no, kind of thing. you're not wasting your time. And, you know, I'm just... I just 17% of people loved it. <laughs> you're so, it's not wasting Very time. cheeky. All right, let's, we'll come back to that. This, this is not finished. Thank you, Adam, as well, producer Adam in the background. We'll come back to this on Friday because we've got two absolute bangers that's going to bag okay. me the trophy. All right, fair enough. We have more pressing issues to attend to, Richie. This and music is not right for what you're about to talk it about. It's 100% right, and your attempt to try and bamboozle everyone with statistics about eight versus 90s on Friday is just an attempt to deflect from what happened a bit earlier on before the show. Let me set the scene, folks. I'm sat in a little park chatting to lovely Claire, who used to be the producer on the Dave Berry Breakfast here, show here on Absolute Radio. And we haven't seen Claire for a while because she goes, she's working somewhere else now and it was lovely to catch up with her. And I was just sat on the wall chatting to her and it was a lovely sunny day. And then interview, out of the blue, walks Richie. And he hasn't seen us. He sits himself down, a little bit awkwardly, uh, against a wall in the sunshine with his little notebook and pen. A little bit like a builder on a break or a farmer <laughs> sat on a fence. It's pretty much like it. two country fields. So we look, oh, look, there's Richie. So I say, hey, Richie, come on over, come and join us. So you slowly get up and start walking over. And suddenly, in the sunlight, I see uh, metallic, a metallic thing glint in your crotch area. And it becomes apparent very, very quickly that you're flying low again. Yeah, yeah. I, this, yeah. I had to point it out to you a couple of times really bad because you couldn't hear what I was saying. So I had to tell you three times in front of about, <laughs> I don't know, 150 people in Golden Square that you were flying low. And then you corrected yourself. It's, it's really quite awkward. And the reason I'm overly embarrassed about this is this is now the third time... Three times. ...in a week that this has happened. But with different... In a different situation. Obviously, there's today. Yep. I think I spoke about a fortnight ago about how Dave Berry, very subtly in the office, pulled me aside and said, you're flying low. Hand on shoulder, whispering ear. I think the most embarrassing one was last week when I'm stood at the end of a train platform, because I like to get on the front carriage. I stood right at the end. and as the, <laughs> You won't believe this one, but I swear on the life of my children this is true. As the train slowly pulled into the platform, right at the end, the driver pulls down their window, leans out, and as the train pulls to a halt, goes... You're flying low, mate. This is unbelievable. It's just mortifying. Even someone driving a train with, like, 400 passengers on it takes <laughs> goes out of their day to try and point out to you that you're flying low. And this is this the same pair of trousers each time? No, they're different ones. It isn't. So it's three different attempts. I, I think the question I want to put to the audience at this point is, how many times flying low is too many times? Well, once. 
It is, isn't it? Yeah, this is not something I'm wanting to do. If it goes beyond one time in the space, you know, short space of time, does it go beyond being a coincidence? That's the other question I've got for you as well. Do well, you know no, what I mean? no, no, it's not, of course it's a coincidence. Is it beyond a coincidence? It's not on purpose. Is there more at play here? <laughs> How do you stop yourself, though? That's not a question for me, Richie. <laughs> That's not a question. How do I remember I need to build something into the routine? Well, maybe there's a support group that needs to be set up. We'll talk more about it next, 8, 12, 15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. You are listening to Hometime with Bush and Richie. The official show of Going Home on Monday nights. We're proud to announce 19 minutes past five. And Richie, what have you got us into? I'm desperately hey. trying to solve a problem, which is that uh, three times now in the last three weeks, I've been caught with my flies down. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> caught being the operative word. It's not like you've noticed it. Other people have had to point out yeah, to no, you. Yeah, no, I know. And... <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Tracy's texted saying, wear jogging bottoms, problem solved. Oh, dear. In some respects, it is. It's not really the look I'm going for. It's got undercurrent of day release, and I don't really like it. <laughs> but I do see that the uh, the absolute radio social team have uh, have got in on this and they've made a suggestion that uh, maybe there's some kind of rhyme I, I think they're called mnemonics or something or other when you when you come up with a rem- uh, like a, a rhyme to help you remember something yeah like um there's that one for trying to spell because so big elephants can't always use small exits doesn't rhyme is that it- what you're thinking for the flies <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't big yourself up richie <laughs> richard of york gave battle in vain exactly to do up his flies i don't know but well natalie says uh, do you guys really want to trust the uh, home time absolutely ready audience with this one how many readable comments do you think you're going to get it's a very good point is that natalie my wife or a different <laughs> well she makes a very good point and there's quite a few we can't read already pete says never say bye until you look at your fly leave it open make you frozen yes that's not bad that's and not bad there may be some kind of uh like any kind of person who gets in trouble in a situation like this the first thing you're advised to do by a pr team is try and look for some form of help or public form of uh, getting yourself back together. That's exactly what Richie's done here. Yes, okay? so please help if you have rhyming skills and something that could help this situation. Let's build one. Ironically, and maybe in, we've been talking about psychic powers, we've got the police on the way next. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps. You are listening to Home Time on Absolute Radio. Helping you decide what to have tea on the way home by the power of music. I'm just talking about this. Richie caught him for the third time in the park earlier on today before the show, flying low. This is three offences in the course of how many weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks. An offence per week. Got to fix this. Um, Andy and Bromley has suggested this as a little rhyme. Put it away. Get arrested today. Oh, dear. That would, uh, that would fix it. Um, Nikki's come up with a very good suggestion. Quite a few of you have uh, suggested this one on Twitter. Uh, putting a key ring through the... Steady. <laughs> That's a, that's a lifetime ban for her if she's texting that in. There's certain nightclubs you can go, but we don't want to go there. Putting a key ring through um, the top of the zip. Right. And then what you would do is you would put that key ring over your button and then button your, the top of your, your trousers up. Then it stops the zip going down. Because I, I think I'm remembering at point of dressing up okay. to, to zip up. And I think what's happening, maybe something with how I walk, and it's, it's falling, I don't it's know. something to do with your gait. Yeah, I think it must be, yeah. Uh, Paul White says, when you're out and about, walking around the block, zip it up, no need to... Right, we'll leave that no. there. <laughs> and there's a lot of people doing this old-fashioned rhyme, a simple rhyming checklist, phone, watch, wallet, crotch. That would fix it too. So, look, maybe we could have some form of learning experience from yeah. this, you know what I mean? So... 
should just say there are many, many, many rhymes that we haven't been able to read out. There's a lot. Do check the podcast later. There'll be a podcast extra. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. This is a podcast extra. As you will have heard during the course of the show, uh, you guys were suggesting rhymes to help Richie Firth remember to zip his flies up after he's been to the loo because he was caught three times in three weeks with flying low. Uh, and quite a few of them, I'd say, what, 80% of them we were unable to read out because of you lot and the way you behave. When easily, you easily. Anything like this on a plate, you just take it too far. Take a little tap and check you're hiding your chap. Richie, don't be a knob, finish the job, says John. Think about your eye and zip up your fly. (laughs) (laughs) Russell and Exeter says, having a Jimmy Riddle, zip yourself up in the middle. (laughs) Uh, Take a little tap and check you're hiding your chap. If your tadger gets itchy, check your fly shut, Richie. That's not bad. That's That's kind of pretty good. It's quite personalised. Always do your flies up. It really is a sin to walk away and make a show. But that makes Bush blush again. So that's weird. It's like a haiku. It's really strange. Really strange, haunting poem. Leave me out of it, by the way. Just get me out of these. And we've just had a tweet from Terry saying, "Here's a tip on how to toast brioche." What? <laughs> Terry. Exactly. In the midst of all of these rhymes, somebody has sent a tweet on showing us how to toast brioche. I don't understand you guys. You are so odd. Time and place, mate. There's a time and a place. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So I keep seeing this fox out the window each night when I'm rocking the baby to sleep, just where I see the badger. Remember the badger? It is quite some wildlife spectacular, your street, isn't it? it the really... badger first, now the fox. It's like an Enid Blyton book. It really is. All <laughs> sorts of wildlife going by. But So I, I've seen this badger for a little bit. Actually, it sounds like I've been dating him. <laughs> But I I used to see the badger out the window, then suddenly it's the fox, and it's an unusual fox because uh, what it does, it goes into the middle of our road at like one o'clock in the morning, this fox, and just sitting down and just lies there, curled up as if it's in front of the fire in its lounge. That is unusual for a fox because normally they're tearing bins apart. Completely, and if you ever try and take a photo of them or you try and show someone, have a look at this, have a look at this, it runs off. So Mm. last night, finally got a photograph of this fox, lying, bold as brass, like your dog would do, curled up in front of the telly, however, right in the middle of our road. So I excitedly stuck it on Twitter just saying to people, look at this fox, look at this weird position it's sat in. And Matt Dyson from the Breakfast Show quite rightly pointed out, he said that the weird thing wasn't the fox, it was the fact that the house across the road have got matching minis. <laughs> which is exactly the kind of thing that Dyson would point out. And do you know what, I looked at the photo again, he's got a point. I'd never noticed this before, we've been there nearly two years, the people across the road have, have got two white minis. I have seen the picture, I can verify this. That's they crazy. They are indeed completely matching. It's not matching, and so I wonder, because this is not the first time I've seen this, but this has all been in Essex, my entire experience of matching family cars uh, has been an Essex-based thing. I wonder whether matching cars, a family fleet, is an Essex thing. I would never want to have a matching fleet of cars. Why would you? Why would you do that. I'd want to have a a different make of car. Yeah. I'd want to have a different colour as well. At the very least a different colour. Why, I mean? why would you do this? I mean I I can I can remember 
there is this thing like if your child's got a favourite toy yeah. and they're really attached to it, sometimes you buy a matching one. So if you lose one, it's not a crisis. So maybe this family, Could if be. they have one mini stolen, they've got another white one ready to go. I mean, we live in an all right area, but ain't that nice if people have a backup <laughs> mini? Do you know what I mean? The weird thing is, I remember reading a story about Simon Cowell. He, when he likes a pair of trousers, like bootcut jeans that he's always wearing, he buys loads of pairs of them. That could be what they've done with could the minis. Be, Julius says, uh, my neighbour and his brother have identical cars to the point where the registrations are one letter off as well. Oh, wow. So we could be on the verge of something here. Are matching cars a family fleet a thing or just an Essex thing? The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, my Sunday morning got off to a, uh, a very standard start. <laughs> Actually, as we're about to discover, I thought it was a standard start. Okay. Uh, when I uh, went out, did a little bit of uh, a car wash first thing in the morning, took the car uh, down to the uh, local petrol station and did a jet wash where you've got the old, uh, got the broom that uh, spouts a lot of foam out of it and you've got the high powered hose. Don't you have a jet wash? I'm sure I've seen video footage of you with a jet wash. I do have a jet wash at home, but it's sprung a bit of a leak. Dearie me. So I <laughs> Story of your night so far, what with the flies isn't living it, earlier isn't on. Isn't it? So I had to head out. And I do find when you use the petrol station ones, you spend about at least 60% of the time while you put your coins in. 60% of the time is untangling the hose and the brush. It's a horrible experience. And I was trying to get yeah. some sympathy from you when I was talking earlier. And I found out... Can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Andy Bush has never washed a car. Never washed a car in my life. I'm absolutely stunned. A caveat that as well, I've never washed a car in my life and I don't think I'm ever going to wash a car in my life. <laughs> I, I, st- the, I, just... I can't imagine anything worse on the weekend than going out the front, getting my hands really cold in water. That reminds me of childhood, getting hands cold in water. But let's break this down a little Ugh. bit. You start to learn to drive at 17. Yeah. You, like myself, are now in your early 40s. Thank you. So we've both got about 23 years under the belt. Before you say left. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. So, yeah, we've got a lot of driving under, under I, our belts. I can't believe even just sort of like as a, as a highly charged, enthused teenager, you weren't washing your first car. No. I find it incredible that you've never washed a car. I've got absolutely no knowledge of cars. I don't know anything about cars at all. I don't know what most of the stuff in the car that we've got actually does there's buttons on it i don't even know what they do how do you clean it i take it to like a local garage and get it cleaned and then give them some money and they do it. i would ne- honestly i don't want to sound like little lord fontenroy or whatever <laughs> but i don't want to i i don't would never ever in a million years so you don't even anticipate ever in your life like stepping away from the car after three hours with a bucket and a mop yourself no. and uh, and a hose and the old uh, the, you, the wax and do you a, do and the a wax buff- and everything uh, as well? yeah and I, I buff it myself as well there must be loads of people like me who are listening right now who have never washed a car will never wash a car in a million years well, this is what I'd like to find out. And maybe there are other just everyday routine things that you have... I have never, all right? I have yeah, never. never. Not I have never climbed Everest, but... We don't like, hear about that. <laughs> I have never washed a car. Other statements like that. I, I'm, I'm stunned. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. You can text the show 81215. We'd love to hear from you. Tracy says, what was in the egg? Time the Kinder Egg from I don't have to look at our Facebook Live video. Groundbreaking stuff. This is Home Time with Bush and Richie on a Monday night. Sometimes in life you think you know someone and then you find out something that means that you don't know them at all. Andy Bush has never washed a car. Never washed one, never will wash one. <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> do you know why? Because you were just you were talking about how you kind of take quite a lot of pleasure in going out and washing your car at the weekend. I do, and stuff yeah. Like that. Pride. For me, that is just one of those ballpark 
nightmare dad jobs that when I was a kid, I'd look, look at your dad washing the car or mowing the lawn. You think, oh God, I don't want to do that. Yeah, do you but know what what I mean? really, you're that person. Did you never look, like look at your dad and think one day I'll be old enough to wash a car? No, I say one day I'll be old enough for someone else to be washing my car. <laughs> Uh, Darren in Southend backs me up here. He says, I haven't washed the car except my dad's when I was a kid. Why on earth would you go and wash your own car when you can get it done at a car wash? But I guess we've already covered this, my, my next point off. So you never, even as a kid, washed your dad's car? No, I don't think I did. We always went to the car wash. But weirdly enough, the car wash always used to scare the bejesus out of me. <laughs> so there's some kind of weird psychological ah, right, thing going on. now we've moved into a counselling session. It is now a bit like that. Now we find out why he's never washed a car. I tell you what... Rich, scared by mops. Richie asked earlier on, uh, what have you not done? Is there something you've got to a certain age and you've not done? Some unbelievable stuff coming in. Maybe you want to add to the list and we've got the Pixies next. Recommended mobile provider for eight years running. Every little helps. It's all about firsts today on the show. There is an impromptu game of I Have Never going mm-hmm. on right now after we uh, discovered that Bush has never washed a car, whether it's his or somebody else's, like his dad's. It's a, lot, a lot of people give me some stick about this. Julie says, oh my goodness, you've never washed a car. Nothing better than having the Beamer and Clear on the drive, taking the alloys off, yes off, and toothbrushing the spokes so that they're pristine and gleaming. You don't even know what she's on about, do you? I don't know what any of those words are. Uh, Martin says, guys, I'm 40, I've washed loads of cars, but I've never been to a live football match. Sure, being an Everton fan this season, I'm slightly envious of it. <laughs> and Shazra and Tamworth, I've never eaten either a doner kebab or a pot noodle, and I have been a student. Oh, my word. What were you doing at yeah. university? Uh, we've got Stevie on the line. Stevie, mate, where are you from? I'm coming from Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Oh, oh. going to be talking about Edinburgh in a bit. Watch this space. Stevie, you have never what? I have never owned an iron. <laughs> Stevie, how old are you, mate? 48. So you've never owned an iron in your entire life. How have you got through life without owning an iron? How how have you done this? I've done it um, with lots of wrinkles and crumples and dishevelment. Stevie, have you ever gone to a job interview? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, I've uh, actually never failed a job interview. So how, oh, do, you, how do you get by that? Do you like buy the, buy like a new outfit? Not, a, the, the clothes make not the man, you know. That's uh, a good point. Have you just got a good collection of jumpers or something? Ah, uh, something like that. Um, the gift of the garb or something in the, in the new situation. Do you want Stevie? Um, I used to work with a guy right back in the day when I used to be a waiter in a restaurant. He used to swear by the uh, method of washing his shirts because he was the manager of the hotel, and he would instantly hang them up even when wet on a, on a clothes, uh, you know, like a coat hanger. Yeah, and that would make it he reckoned as good as ironing them. Do you subscribe to this? I concur. <laughs> Sounding to me, mate. I love Stevie. Stevie's never worn a smart shirt in his life, I think, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm an artist, so I get away with it a little bit. You know? Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, uh, exciting times. Our fish and chip shop tour. Voting for the best 
Chippy in the United Kingdom begins tomorrow. You can nominate your local fish and chip shop. Tell us a little bit about them as well. Uh, and yeah, the lovely people at Malden, uh, Salt, um, as, have come in and backed the project to help us make it happen. And we're going out on tour on March the 18th. But we need your suggestions of places to go and visit. It's only happening because the good people at Malden Salt, isn't it, really? Thank you, Malden Salt. Uh, a letter has come in from Stevie. Uh, Steve, sorry, just uh, Steve, no Stevie. Uh, Dear Bush and Richie, I've been listening to your struggles as you try to get the cheap bosses in your work to send you on a tour of UK chippies. Got it sorted. As discussed, more than sort of sorted it out. As it doesn't look like you'll be coming to Scotland, I thought I'd send you some Edinburgh chippy sauce. Oh, is that stuff we were talking about? First off, we don't know where we're going yet. Yes. We might go to Edinburgh. Depends on how you guys uh, vote and nominate, absoluteradio.co.uk. But we have spoken a lot because you guys have got in touch with us about this Edinburgh chippy sauce. This, you know, this has been a bit of a spectre hanging over us here in terms of the chip shop tour because Richie and I love our condiments, mm. get told off by other halves, probably putting too much condiments on stuff. But one thing we've never tried is this mysterious chippy sauce. Steve goes on, we drown our fish and chips in the stuff. Some of our chippies even go as far as to split it 50-50 with vinegar. Enjoy, Steve. And here is... <laughs> a bottle. <laughs> I'm getting so excited about, about uh, going to eat, and I've nearly belched. Uh, it's, there we a, go. it's an interesting-looking bottle. It's a slightly off-brown colour in a kind of ashen <laughs> grey type way. Off-brown is a very polite way of describing it. Uh, I'm very intrigued. We've got some chips each here to try it with. Okay. Initial smell, Richie. What are you thinking? Ooh. Oh, oh. oh no. I've me. tried to smell it and it's squeezed all out. Oh my god. Gone goodness. out all, all over his shirt. This is not uh, not a colour or substance you'd want dripping. Um, Daniel oh Perry. Daniel Perry sat in the other studio waiting to do a show, and it looks like Richie's had a terrible accident in here. <laughs> Brown sauce really all over his hands. One. A really bad one. Right, chuck right. it on the chips to see what it's like. That's okay. a lot you've just put on there. Would you like? Careful, it's dripping. Seriously, careful, it's dripping. Right. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Let's see what the people of Scotland have been going on about then, shall we? Dip the chips in. Um, oh, hold on a second. It's not offensive. What does that taste of? It's something different. It's not vinegary, I wouldn't have said. It does taste a little bit like a cleaning fluid. I'm just trying to work out which particular product it is. I wouldn't have not tasted any cleaning fluids. I've had a few in my time. <laughs> well, look, if we go up to Scotland, and I think we are going to go up to Scotland uh, with this fish and chip shop tour, we will be sure to try... I'm not appalled by that. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I need a few more dips to it's have quite. Curry-y. It's a little bit curry isn't it? Yeah. Well, listen, if you think there's any other stuff, any other quirks in local areas that we need to try, because we know that there are so many different variations and takes on the classic fish and chip theme, sauces in particular, Richie and I are pretty hot, and he's just had another taste of his shirt. You need to make sure you've had it with chips. Licking it off your fingers is not the way. And I'll tell you what, ain't, don't, don't look good from here as well, my friend. <laughs> uh, 8, 12, 15, let us know. Voting starts tomorrow, and we've got a great tr- uh, track from the Stone Roses next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first with award-winning customer service. Every little helps. You will have just heard some live brown sauce tasting on this show as we embark on our chip shop tour of the UK. Thanks to the lovely people at Mould and Salt who are backing it and getting us around the country. Tomorrow morning, 
It goes live. Our form on our website, absoluteradio.co.uk. We need your suggestions of great chip shops around this country that we can go and visit. We're going to take the show on the road on March the 18th, but we need your local intel on what's the best chippy near you. If you've got a good one in your neighbourhood, shout about it from the rooftops. I'll tell you what, we're going to get busy once all these entries come in because there are so many people passionate about it and also suggestions about the different condiments as well. So obviously yep. we've, we've tried this uh, brown sauce. <laughs> they need a better name for it, don't they? <laughs> Scotland's got so many fantastic names for the different things. It's got like haggis or whatever. Yeah. Just, it's just mysteriously called brown sauce. Yeah, yeah. Even the ingredients are a touch mysterious Vague. as well. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of talk of spices. Uh, Rob tweeting us, don't forget Hull's very own chip spice, a culinary delight. Ooh. So this suggests this is something obviously, I guess, mixed in with the, the frying process of the chips rather than something that you would add on yourself afterwards. I am always on the lookout, I don't know about you, Richie, always on the lookout for a new sauce to put on stuff, particularly fish and chips. Mm. So if you get like a steer on someone in particular that works, maybe we're not doing the brown sauce thing in the right way. Nicola, uh, echoing what some other people have said, Said, uh, saying it tastes better when you put vinegar through it. So are we suggesting that tomorrow we need to order another load of chips and mix that stuff with vinegar? Start cutting it. <laughs> Unless you want it pure. It's Scotland after all. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. And with no further ado, because as you remember from the beginning of the podcast, we're tired. Really tired. Bill Bailey, play us out. <laughs> 